Hello and welcome back to the X Curse. Today, um, we're having some camera problems, so uh, no camera. However, in person, I've got Jake Bristow. How are you doing? I'm alright, just a little bit hot because I did walk all the way from my house. You did, and it's boiling in here, and we've turned the fan off for recording, so it's going to get hot. It's going to get hot. We're lot top hot. of the tower, and it is uh, <clears throat> it's pretty warm up here. Um, but yeah, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm alright. Just Thanks for uh, having me on the metal chat uh, a couple of weeks ago, last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good fun. So, yeah, it was last one. <laughs> I've done so many chats. Well, you were my fiftieth. So that's I was your fiftieth chat. Yeah, that was uh, that was an honor, sir. But it was. yeah, so Jake, you're like bassist, vocalist, uh, everything in one band. Um, You're like every instrument in one band, right? Um, in, in one band, well, one, uh, Viscera, right? Viscera, yeah. I'm trying to, well, well, Viscera is pronounced, but Viscera, yeah. It was with a K. It's with a K. It's Viscera rather yeah. than Viscera. Uh, but yeah. still, still writing some. So that songs. new project? Yeah. What well, I've had it for what? Because me and some mates formed it, right? But then we didn't do a proper band out of it because everyone was like busy with either uni or yeah. work or whatever was going on in their life, but um. My mate said, "Oh, you can, you can have the name and do whatever you want." I was like, "Cool." So you're going to be doing everything, just in the studio. I want yep. to try and do some live stuff mm-hmm. with a full band, but then yeah, it's just finding members because all of them are in like so many different bands. It's yeah, yeah. It's hard to like, yeah. Do you want to do this? And like, oh, I'm busy with this band. That's fine. Yeah, That's fair cool. enough, man. That's cool. So, what instruments can you play? Like, what can I play? Yeah, well, um, guitar. Yeah, bass. Drums. You can play drums. I, I was thinking that. I was like, can you play drums? I can play the like, drums, but I haven't played them in a while. Right. So I might be a bit like... Uh, yeah. Like, you know, can't... But uh, what else can I play? A little bit of keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried playing violin once. It didn't work out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I imagine violin's pretty tough. Yeah, Although drums are pretty tough. I can not I can never get that. It's that coordination with the drums. So. That's the problem I get. I, I'm, I'm fine. I can do like my hands or i can do my legs i can't do like the the, the combination of the two it just it always goes wrong it, it, yeah it takes it takes practice but then things i just learned on my own was doing blast beats like you're hearing yeah bands like napalm death and mm-hmm. a lot of death metal bands yeah well napalm death grindcore but still yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um i've had i've had lessons not on drums on guitar back yeah at, back at school when i just Kept Found, going. Just kept going and just taught myself because <laughs> I don't need I don't need no teacher. <laughs> the best way to learn, I think, often is just by yourself. By yourself and Especially now, you've got YouTube, you got you know, there's there's so many things you can use to learn things. Oh yeah. Um I always look at I mean there are obvious exceptions to that mm. rule, but I look at a lot of training courses and things like that and I'm like, oh man, no. I could just use YouTube. <laughs> just use <laughs> you know, YouTube is it's, it's fine. There's there's teachers on there. There are, like, for pretty much anything. Like, video editing, making movies and stuff. I'm like, oh, how do I do this? I'll go on YouTube, find a tutorial. Go on YouTube. And how do I fix this thing that's broken in my house? Go on YouTube. Go on YouTube. I'll figure it out, you know. So, uh, yeah, fair enough, man. Teaching yourself. When did you... Right, so you asked me this question. Now I get to ask you this question. When did you first get into music? And what were your first kind of, you know, musical tastes? Music, my, well, obviously I mentioned Queen and all. Yeah, chat well, my my show on YouTube. Jake's metal chat, Jake's on, metal on, chat on YouTube. By the way, um, that's because of my mum, because she's a nice. big Queen fan. She gone saw, saw him recently. 
right in, in okay. London. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, no Freddie because no, I, I'm, it's Adam I'm, Lambert. I'm I'm curious because Adam Lambert's pretty good though, so I, I'm curious how that would work out. I've never seen them, but like you I know. heard too much of Queen with Adam Lambert. No, I think I've seen like a, a the odd live video, and it seems pretty but good. Yeah, but... I'm jealous of my mum, by the way, because she got to see Queen. So yeah. <laughs> But it's not all the members. John Deacon's not in the band anymore. I know that. Did she ever get to see Queen with Freddie? No. Okay. Never. But she got to see David Bowie. Right. Back in 87. That was the... Oh, what was it? Glass Spider Tour. I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, got to, to be honest. <laughs> with my dad. And three rows behind them was Princess Diana. <laughs> right. <laughs> which was like, cool. Um, yeah, so Queen was one of them. But my also there's my dad. He listens to like Corner Gang. Bruce Springsteen, the nice. boss. Yeah, yeah. Don't know why he's got given the boss, but uh, was anything like uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Nice. Like so that. it was like a lot of rock, kind so of rock, funk. Yeah. What when my mum, because she got a lot of it from my nan, like Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, Elvis mm-hmm. Presley, stuff yeah. like that. So I grew up on that. Uh huh. But then everybody would have had it, unless you were lucky enough to have a family member who was already in metal and then you got in the metal straight away my dad <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. I got in the metal because of friends and then just find bands on my own so how did you find it just friends were like hey you need to listen to this or yeah one of my brother's mates got me two he burnt two cds of two pantera albums which ones the vulgar display of power oh. and uh, the great southern trink hill nice nice and i was like who's this band yeah yeah <laughs> and i checked them out i was like this band so cool. your your entry into into metal was was Pantera, pretty much. Pantera, Metallica, Slayer, the usual Maiden, yeah, Sabbath, uh huh. But yeah, mainly the first four bands I just mentioned, yeah, Maiden, yeah. And then I just and it just progressed from listening to this heavy, additional heavy metal like Maiden to thrash metal to death metal and black metal and mm. doom metal and then I found Napalm Death in two thousand and eight. So I thought, what's this? Grindcore. Never heard of Grindcore. Heard more bands. I can see why it's called Grindcore. It's fast. Yeah. All the songs are fast and... Yeah. I imagine, yeah. Short sets. Short sets. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that meme you get. Oh, 10 minutes late to a Grindcore show. Already missed the first two bands. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... It's like so yeah, because my, yeah, like I said, my music taste changed a lot over the years, so... You never, you never go. I, I never go off music though. Like if it's something I've been into, I'm always into. No, it I still love those bands. That yeah, the yeah. things I don't listen to anymore is all the '90s pop bands that people. Heard. That's what. Yeah. That's what I was listening. So, yeah, I heard like Restlife and Backstreet Boys. I think up. growing up in the UK, you you couldn't avoid. You couldn't avoid it. That was like unavoidable. Same. Well, also Britney Spears. You couldn't avoid that either. No, that's true. Actually, yeah, she definitely uh, penetrated the UK pretty. Uh, pretty substantially yeah. in the late 90s yeah. there <laughs> late yeah. 90s early 2000s it was late 90s wasn't it when she started out over here yeah late 90s and then yeah and then into the 2000s. 2000s like yeah and then shit got crazy for her but there you go <laughs> yeah but um then i found better seems music. to have sorted herself out now though oh which yeah is definitely good news you know but, but i've got the much better music in that so yeah and i've seen too many bands to count <laughs> yeah have you got any uh any favorites amongst the group you know bands that stand out for you That's just in terms of bands and then in terms of live bands you know in terms of live bands uh what well, both both so like well they're playing they're playing today at download or this evening yeah. Iron maiden yeah they, yeah they always stand out as a great live band fantastic live band fantastic like always stand out yeah they do um they're 
yeah, their live shows are are excellent. Yesterday was Kiss. Kiss, another great live no, band. No, yeah, I saw, saw them in 2015 at Download. I think I saw them. Uh, I want to say 2008 or nine at Download. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen them at Download. They were they were pretty good then. Um, they're they're one of those bands. You think they're you think they're done, and then they'll bring out. Then they'll just some, come out with something else. Like they'll bring out. Like I remember, I was like, oh, Kiss. You know, Kiss great back in the day but they're done. they're done and then they came out with sonic boom and it was like jesus christ this album's incredible it's like, like yeah this ain't gonna be good you know? oh shit <laughs> well yeah it's the same with a lot of bands are like sabbath did that with 13 i was like eh, yeah i don't know well, is I, it gonna be yeah, any good and you hear it like my god yeah, this I, is fantastic because i heard um god is dead that song yeah thought, this is not gonna be any good when it was like going back to their very first album yeah so, you know the, the day de- the debut which is just called black sabbath yeah i was like yeah yeah, and then saw him, well, twice that year in twenty twelve, because mm. they played the O two in Birmingham. Yeah, which my mate Chris was very excited for because my auntie got two tickets. Right, I thought, okay, I got one. Yeah, who's going to other other ones? I messaged my mate saying, so I got two tickets to see Black Sabbath. Do you want one? <laughs> I didn't hear from him for like five, ten minutes because he was going, oh, God, I say Black Sabbath, just jumping on the sofa and everything. Well, you should have you should have got back faster. You might have messaged a couple of people. I might have been like, <laughs> yeah, he's not going to get back to me. Oh, cut. Oh, okay, he's back. <laughs> That's amazing. So but, you got got to see the original lineup? Uh, was that with Bill Ward They didn't well? have the drum. They didn't have Bill Ward. Oh, no. okay. Um, something, I, I think something happened between them. They fell out with him, didn't they? I think they fell something. out with Bill, so that's why he didn't come back. Yeah, yeah. But, um, oh, I can't remember who the drummer is. That they that they had, I think he used to play in Faith No More for a bit, if I remember correctly. I can't. Oh remember. yeah, I can't think of his name. Um, he's a good drummer though. Yeah, really good drummer. Um, yeah, so Black Sabbath definitely a standout. Yeah, live band. That's, that's yeah, and one of my favourites. Hmm. Who else? Um, Lamb of God. Lamb of God are fantastic live, actually. Yeah, yeah. I saw them two thousand and seven the first time at Download. Hmm. I was like, yeah, this is because I got into. Them like 2004, 2005. Yeah. On that time, because my mate said, check out Lamb of God, the song Black Label. Yeah. From their first first album, yeah. I was like, don't I don't always like remember it. going with my friend to a gig um, and we went to see um, Demi Borger and uh, oh, yeah, they yeah. were supporting Lamb of God. And yeah, I, I was at that. And I remember yeah. at the time, we were both like, it feels like the wrong way around. Like they should be supporting Dimu, not the other way around. Yeah, I, I was at and that same like, show. And then like, is it the O2? Right? Yeah, the two thousand and nine. And then, and then like a few years later, it was like, oh my god, actually, Lamb of God are huge now. <laughs> it's like they're absolutely massive. But at the time, I was like, this, this should be the other way around. Make sense. Yeah, but they're great live, Lamb yeah. of God. Really, yeah, good. they are great live. I'm trying to remember who else was on that support. I know. Um, I honestly can't remember. I think it was Whitechapel and mm. Unearth. I want to say. Was it Unearth? It uh, might have, might have been. Might have been Unearth, or it might have been someone else. I can't yeah. really remember now, but uh, good gig anyway. Good gig, nonetheless. So that Lamb of God stand out. Yeah. Like that. Uh, Are there any live bands that you don't listen to, like studio stuff of, but live they um, just put on such a show? Because, like, for me, no, I can't really think. Like, of I never listened to Slipknot. But having seen them live, I would definitely see them live again. Oh, with yeah, their like crazy like upside down drumming heard, and yeah, I haven't shit heard like their, um, I haven't heard their um, studio stuff in a while actually. So. No, I I don't listen to it. But like live, they're amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. live definitely, like Cause, incredible. Because I got to see them again. Da- going back to download again. Yeah, they played two thousand and five. Mm-hmm. Clan wasn't there because he was having family 
problems on right something so they had the other percussion kit yeah but he wasn't there so said the dj had to go back just and running forth. back just going night. back and forth it's like <laughs> i was like well, i was like 13 at 13 at the time almost 14 and ugh. I went with my mum with all people. Oh man, I went with my dad. Well, obviously I said on Jake on your metal chat show, like my dad was huge into metal uh, and rock. So um, yeah, I went to plenty of gigs with my dad um, in recent years. I realised that he'd never gone to a gig despite being, despite like basically informing my entire music taste and despite getting me into metal and rock because that's what was being listened to at my house when I was a kid. I realized he'd never gone to any gig. So I, I was like, these bands that you love, like, you know, Rainbow and White Snake, these bands are not going to be around forever for much longer at all. So I was like, let's do it. And we, we ended up going to a bunch of shows. We saw um, White Snake and we did uh, awesome. Rainbow when they were with uh, Ronnie Romero a couple of years back. Cool. They, uh, they kind of did like a couple of shows, um, one in Birmingham we went to. And it was like, yeah, this is awesome. But I always remember it was such a pain in the ass. He was like... Um, we were sat there watching Rainbow and it's like, I don't know how much it cost in total, probably like 150 quid <laughs> for the two tickets, you know. And like, we were sat there and he was like, yeah, I had a chance to see him when I was when I was a kid, but I never went. And I was like, you fuck. They, that probably cost like 10 quid a ticket if you'd gone then. And now it's cost like 150 well, more know, than, yeah. for both of us. But, you know. Yeah, just look at that gig gigs back then like you well see, and these bands so, you know when they do these one-off reunion things you see like local shows is like one pound fifty for entry it's like, yeah <laughs> and a punk the, gig like half the time they're not one-off reunions as well no i think i've learned from that now like i used to fall for that when it was like we're doing a one-off reunion and you pay a fortune and then the year later they're just reformed permanently yeah. and the tickets are like half the price you're like <laughs> bastards you <laughs> bastards <laughs> why would you do this so when did you start playing music when i stopped uh school i guess well yeah around that around school we didn't play any instruments until well everyone played the recorder jake oh yeah play, yeah record <laughs> oh yeah recorder it's like triangle. i don't know if people i don't know if that's the same in the u.s but in, in england like everyone plays the recorder yeah i played the recorder like, everyone was like, no good the at it no 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 <laughs> so good i guess it's um need so lump power. did you form your first band in school was that like no i didn't form a band in school sometime after that I okay made some mind where they formed a band and it was a place called hartcliffe not too yeah, far I know from Hartcliffe. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um i'm from whitchurch so uh oh yeah, yeah same yeah, neck of the woods whitchurch hartcliffe bishopsworth i'm from bishopsworth so i'm not too far um basically we uh well my mate said, "Oh, come and see my band rehearse." I was right. Like, okay. And I didn't know where they were actually rehearsing. And then I had, then my mum just dropped me off there because I didn't know where it was. I didn't know a lot too many places in Arcliffe. Yeah. I just knew I knew certain places and not a lot of them. And then got in there, got given a bass, and then said, and they said to um um a mate of my name Connor. I haven't seen him in years now, but yeah. Um, and our vocalist at the time said, "Here's our new bassist." Right? Had you ever played bass before? That Not point? at that point. Right? But you played guitar. I played guitar. Right. But so they only had guitarists. I guess they figured you could figure it out. You, I could figure you, it out. Yeah. yeah. And I learned how to play "American Idiot" by Green Day. Right. <laughs> was the first song on bass. Uh-huh. So we, was it a punk band or? It was a mix. A mix of everything. Of punk and metal. Yeah. It was. Um, if I could find any of our two songs that we did recordings of, you could 
probably get a genre, a genre out of it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, we did we did um a show at, it, at our mate Connor's house. He was playing guitar at the time with us for a barbecue. Right. <laughs> and that was your first ever gig. Pretty much. Nice. And um, uh, well, because um, we had a different name then because we the name we had well, which was. Half past dead. You think the film with yeah, Steven yeah. Seagal? And <laughs> that's a. I don't think that's what reference. he was going for, but <laughs> it's just like half past dead. It's like cool. we're gonna be called Under Siege Two Under Enemy Siege. Territory. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. Um, yeah, we had a name called Tempo Ninety Nine. I don't know where that even came from. Tempo Ninety Nine. Yeah, wow. and then we <laughs> was that the tempo of every song. <laughs> it was i just wasn't paying attention to the tempo but um uh we had a blanket for those uh wool blankets and painting our oh, fan name on the back <laughs> was class like, uh, okay well you know got to put on a show nowadays it'd be like get a proper banner done <laughs> yeah but when you're an adult and you can afford to you know save up for those things it's a bit easier yeah because we're all back as a kid teenagers just make do right so i was about well when i joined i was about a 17 yeah something like that so after that you you just got the bug and you were like i want to want to play more bands want to play more bands yeah and then uh well later on i met alex in 2010 yeah at fear factory nice and some rooms oh no it was um yo two. Oh, the o2 i, it, I it, didn't do it was supported by darth and high on fire high on fire now that is a band that's a hell of a could barely hear the vocalist though because all the instruments were turned up way loud and his vocals were like way down That's I was trying to get the sound engineer's attention turn the fucking yeah they I, I must mic up it's so hit and miss at the O2 in Bristol oh, yeah. like the, it depends on the sound tech because some of them are awful I'm like oh, what yeah. are you even doing like are you even listening yeah, I think but... you know <laughs> you've got the best sound in the room where you are as a sound tech that's why the the desk is there. Sort of air. Like, how, how do you not figure this out? Yeah, how could you? No, seriously, yeah. But I think with when I saw Meshuggah there recently, mm. that sold-out show, I think they had their own sound guy. It's the way to be. Because if you see the sound guy at the par- one of their Paris shows, whatever year it was, yeah. he's in time with everything. Yeah, yeah, he just knows off by heart, knows the set. It's like, how does he do this? Amazing. But, um, yeah, that's where I met Alex. And he had his doom band at the time. It ain't going anymore. And I right. Just hit that. Um, it's a funeral doom metal band. For you funeral doom metal fans out there. Um, and what was that band called? Uh, Ave Eternal. Ave Eternal. Okay. I think he asked me to join, but I was so busy with college at the time, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. So he got his brother. Uh-huh. Who can play bass. But he's more of a jazz bassist, is his brother. Right. <clears throat> but it's like, hmm, jazz bass to... This well, one. I mean, bass is bass, right? Bass is I guess bass. if you're, you if you're trans- happy to you play it. You can transition. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, met, you know, I obviously met Alex that year, and then we became mates, and I was like, yeah, let's form a band. So, was that, what was the first band you formed called? Or is this the first band that you're now in? Is this the first this time is, you've actually got it this together? This is the band we formed together, but we had a, we had two different names before okay, the one so we what got we're... now. Right, what were the previous bands? I can't remember what order they went in. Okay. But the first one was called Yostra. Right. And then the other one was Fordeon. Okay. I don't know where he got those names from. But we were more on the power metal okay. uh, side of it. I was like, well, we both like folk metal. Yeah. 
do what you love. Let's let's see if we can mix symphonic bits with folk metal. Mm. But then, since the direction we were, were going now, it's more folk, so more yeah. So now with folk uh, instruments. Now with Aventail, it's it's with Aventail. It's yeah. folk, folk metal, folk metal. Yeah. Well, nice. on our business cards on the back, it says Pagan Folk Metal from Bristol. Well, that works. Yeah. Because and then of course you had Herbicidal as well. Yes, the. I classed it as stoner doom death metal, but it's just doom, really. Yeah, it's just filthy doom. It's just filthy, disgusting doom. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we've got that one album out and nothing was achieved. Yeah, which is a fantastic name for a, for a stoner album. And I guess it makes sense that around the time we released it in 2020, because... <laughs> well, yeah, because nothing did happen nothing in 2020. Did, nothing got achieved. No gigs were happening after March of 2020. Yeah. We released it in April. Mm. Of did you do any gigs We as Herbicidal? We did one at the Griffin. Uh-huh. That was the 5th of October, which is Alex's birthday, funny enough. Right. And uh, wished him a happy birthday. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I wore a lot of black that day. I wore a black t-shirt, black trousers, trainers, a funky-looking 70s shirt, which the bases had. Right. But it barely fit me because it was... A large and I don't fit in large right. fucking tops anymore. Uh huh. Because bald shoulders, fat beer belly, and all that. <laughs> but uh, well, fat beer belly is probably muscle under there. But <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm getting too hot on this because <laughs> um, we did a live album of that gig, <laughs> which is on oh, our right. Bandcamp. Oh, okay. It's called um, oh what oh it was Leon who named it. On sorry, he named it um Stone Temple Meters. Okay, that's a brilliant name. <laughs> Which okay, not many people are going to get the meter bit, but um, Let, unless, unless you're Bristol, from Bristol, unless you get yeah, Stone Temple Temple Meet. You know, if you're from Bristol, you get you get Temple Meads. Yeah, but if you're not from Bristol, you're like what the fuck is he on about? Yeah, go come to Bristol, find Temple Mead, you'll get it. Yeah, and we recorded it at RS Studios, the album. Oh, I love RS Studios. I haven't been there for years. Yeah, we. Did two full rehearsals with Aventel before mm. our first gig back in March. Uh, They're nice guys down at RS. Oh, yeah, great guys. And Dockside as well. That was another place I always used to like. Yeah, we never went to that one. <laughs> okay, it's up by the SS Great Britain. Oh, okay. Yeah, up, well, up that way. But yeah, well, Herbicidal, on the other hand, well, Leon messaged me a while back. I don't know if we're still going to do it. Meet up and reunion and do a music video of us two in a graveyard for one of our songs. Just let he said, Well, a uh, music video of us laying down in a graveyard, right? Okay, <laughs> sure. Which song? And it's like, This song's like, Okay, haven't done anything since. <laughs> well, who knows? So, are you guys still technically together? If you look on the Metallum page, it says we split up, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's why I'm asking because it sounds like if you're well, making a music video, and, maybe you don't want to try and get it reformed, but uh, okay. Who knows? Who knows? You might see some filthy doom again. Yeah, hopefully, man. Hopefully, and and make another album because mm. it's been two years since that one came out, and nothing was achieved. Which we, which I want to get CDs off, like physical CDs, but yeah, it's on Bandcamp or whatever you want to pay. Yeah, just look up Herbicidal. Just look up Herbicidal, and nothing was achieved. You find our Bandcamp is on there, and then Aventail, you guys did. A pretty big gig uh, festival, right? Yeah, up um, Yorkshire. Up in Yorkshire, and then you're going back this year? Going back this year in September. It's Warhorns again. Yeah. This is the late summer camp 
festival. Mm-hmm. The one we did was post-winter, even though, yeah, it's early March. It's still fucking winter. And Alex thought, and this is Alex, because he is a northerner. Let's go camp there. Right. Not the best decision in the world. Not in March. Not in March. Up north. Um, <laughs> June, July, August, September. Time. Yeah, it's it's still going to be warm. You're, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I always remember getting off the train in, in like, Doncaster and just you can feel the temperature drop by like two degrees you know it's like it is noticeably colder yeah, up there yeah because what I came was coming from Bristol to go and then we picked Alex up going from Bristol it was like it's quite mild here but then get up to Yorkshire yeah this is cold yeah yeah whose idea is it to camp here uh, so you're back our in vocalist <laughs> so you're back in September yes looking forward to it oh yes nice that- some bands have been announced so far. Yeah. Don't want to say too much about it because there's still a lot more to be announced. Yeah, yeah, but obviously they liked you enough to have you back, so that's awesome. Yeah, because I started talking to Glenn, who's mm-hmm. the organiser. Yeah. And he was talking well, to both of us separately at different points of the day, saying, oh, you're coming back, we're going to be on later on in the evening. Nice, We, we were nice. the first band on. Yeah, yeah. So you've gone from year. first band to, to, you know, sometime in the evening. Yeah, because we're, like... Like second band on before the uh, the headline headliner. Okay, and there's a band on after us from Denmark, mm-hmm. and then it's that band. Um, no pressure then. No pressure. <laughs> but people love this so much. Well, yeah, no, that's cool, man. Because and you got um, you got one song out right at the moment with Amateur. Yeah, it's from our upcoming EP, which one more song needs to get recorded. But once that's done, you'll find it on a Bandcamp. Yeah, you said you were waiting for um vocals right vocals yeah yeah just for the last song we need doing yeah how many songs are going to be on the ep uh trying to, i think it's about five five, five cool. songs that's a, that's i could a, be wrong but a solid number. i'm gonna say about four or five four or five but awesome, i'm guessing five, i'm guessing five <laughs> yeah any any plans going forward after that or are you just gonna see what happens after uh what we're trying to get gigs in october yeah try and get a mini tour sorted out yeah with um more Drake mm-hmm. and the Cursed Years. Nice. Both in that genre. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. More Drake's more on the melodic death metal mm-hmm. side of metal. Yeah. But still they fit. And the Cursed Years are folk is so. Yeah. They got a song called Drunken Revelry. <laughs> I've not heard it. It's, it's really good. I, yeah. I think I was, I'm trying to remember my first song. Yeah, in Bristol. Actually, right. The Griffin. Oh, I thought, cool. who's this band of cursed years? And then I'll have to check them out. Checked them out. I was like, yeah. And then they're playing, they played HRH Vikings up in Sheffield. Right. Which, one of the other bands who play there, they're from, uh, I, can, I can say this, but it's a Vanaheim. Mm-hmm. They played HRH this year. They're playing Warhorns. Right. Well, um, you can chat to them there. Chat to them there. <laughs> sort out the gig. <clears throat> Chat to yeah Vanaheim yeah from uh, the Netherlands because mm-hmm. um, they released their debut album recently yeah well not yeah debut it's really good you got plans for an album we have got plans for an album just obviously yeah EP. get the EP done and then and then got to do some band rehearsals and then mm-hmm. it's obviously our next gigs in September it's June so we it's gonna can, come around so we need to get on it as soon as is everyone possible. in Bristol. Well, me and Alex are obviously. Um, Iona's 
somewhere in Bristol, not all where about she lives in Bristol. That's yeah. all female vocalist and violinist. Yeah. Neil's in Yate. Okay, so you're all pretty local. And James is in Yeovil. That's not too bad. That's that I've heard worse. But works works in Dorset. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, Alex used to work out at sea, so. <laughs> well, he, his job now he is a he works on the ferries. If he does work on the ferries. He now, does work does on he? the ferries, just not in a profession <laughs> as it was. Yeah. When he's like, "Yes, I'm born in the navy." Cool. That was <laughs> such a nightmare. I remember filming uh, Annette, and no, I think it was more cool shot. Cool than shot, yeah, is. It was like, oh yeah, I gotta cut my hair like when I go back to the navy. So we were like trying to plan shoots around like, yeah. and we literally we were like, right, okay, so you you're going to the navy on this date, so we'll get as much shot as we can beforehand with your hair the way it was because yeah. we started it with him with longer hair, and yeah, then it was like, like okay, so I've no. got how long after you get back will it take for your hair to grow back to the same length again so that we can do the next couple of shots? And we literally got it timed. We were like. Me and Alex like timed yeah, it down cause... to like right, okay, we'll give it like seven weeks after, and then you'll be it'll be like long enough to be back yeah, to like. I, I remember one scene we were sh- you were shooting here with him when he's got the uh, yeah day that, what, was it a Walking Dead book or was it the Dungeons and Dragons? But I can't remember what book he was reading. I can't remember what he was reading now either. But um, it's when he's talking to. I think it might have just he's been talking the... to Annette, and his hair was really short there. Yeah, and I I I know because I was sat in the, one of the chairs when you were filming it. Yeah, I could have just sat in the sofa pretending to be in there. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course, yeah, because he wasn't around when Janie was, so that scene was was shot. Yeah, they they were not in the same room. They were not in the same room. If anyone was thinking that, no, no, they movie had magic, movie magic to make it look like they were. It's The Walking Dead. It's zombies. Yeah, it's literally my worst nightmare and shopping. <laughs> wow, you, you remember more of that film than I do. Um, I remember some lines. Some, some lines. Well, I, yeah. I messed up the line. I thought it was "fuck off, Blair bitch." Is "get fucked, Blair bitch." That Stephen yeah, says. Stephen. Yeah. Now I remember. I'm trying to remember who's Jay's character, Stephen. So that that segues us on nicely to acting because you do you've done like stage work as stage well work. as yep. uh, on on camera. When did you first decide to get into that? Uh. Well, I started doing acting stuff at primary school, but didn't like it. Didn't like it. Not at first. Right. Because at the time, and it still kind of happens now, I get a bit of stage fright a little bit. Yeah, I imagine especially doing it live on stage must be real. But then other times, I'm just like, just got to pretend they're not there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know they're there because I can see them out in the audience if if I'm doing a monologue. I know they're there. But then where I perform at actor, they... It gets dark because the lights on the stage are brighter. Yeah. I can barely see him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. But um, yeah, primary school. Didn't like it. Didn't like it too much, but uh, I did. And this is from one of my friends, um, Holly. I haven't seen her in years, actually. Well, last time I saw her, actually, was, yeah, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And around that time, she got married. But yeah. Didn't go to the wedding because obviously you can't, you can't have too many people mingling. So no. it's just her family and stuff, but yeah, she um got a bunch of us together to do a primary school production of Grease. Nice. <laughs> and I played Kaniki. That's awesome. And I had short hair at the time, which I'm not going back to anytime soon. <laughs> I love Grease, so that's it was cool. it was on one of the Sky Movie channels not too long back. Was it? Nice. Yeah, I thought I'll, I'll watch this again. Because I liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like Grease. I I I have a theory. I think I think Grease is a great movie. 
most people hate it because their parents had it on all the time or their sister had it on all the time. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I loved it. I, I absolutely love Grease. My, my and Grease 2. I still think Grease 2 I've is underrated. I've not actually watched Grease 2. You should watch Grease 2. It's a good movie. There's so many films I haven't watched it. It's like, Ugh. I hate that, man. I, I do, you know, a movie review show and the people are always they always say oh my god you haven't seen this film it's like yeah oh my god i haven't watched every film ever made clearly not it's yeah it's like it's all like oh what you haven't heard, you haven't heard this death metal band yeah exactly well, I have, like I don't, like you do jake's metal chat haven't, haven't you heard, heard every, every single band, band. <laughs> like some people say oh yeah they mentioned one band like i'm not sure i don't know them no but i might check them out yeah but yeah with films like obviously when we were doing that primary school production of greece Grease was on the TV, right? Because it got it got put in the news and everything, right? I was like, I said, I got I got a newspaper clipping laminated of oh. that of that. I can't remember when that was. It might have been two thousand and two, something like that. Right, long time ago, so about twenty years ago. Yeah, <sighs> fucking scary. But um, yeah, just looked at the picture. I was like. Man, I don't, man, I did not suit short hair. It's <laughs> got long hair, obviously. Um, so yeah, I didn't really like it, and then I don't know, something changed when I went to secondary school, and then just started enjoying it more. Started and... enjoying it a little more, and I was like watching because obviously I like watching films, and I was yeah. Like, well, if I'm getting more into acting, I need to look at some of my favorite actors, see what they do differently. If I was going to be in a film, and blah blah blah. Yeah, and then. It's in a lot of stage work as well. Saw one one show of Cats years right. ago. Seen Blood Brothers twice. The Phantom of the Opera twice. I've seen music. Phantom of the Opera is fantastic. Phantom of the Opera. Couldn't could seen any of the stuff in it though, because <laughs> I'm not much of a sing, no. It's, a it's uh, yeah. Just get me a song. Get someone in the background. Cats is a weird one. I I was really like confused when uh, they made the movie and people were like oh yeah, it's so weird it. i haven't seen the movie but i remember like people were like oh god it's really weird i'm like cats is really weird like what were cats you expecting like it's it was people dressed up as cats like no way that film was not going to be weird <laughs> yeah because i remember seeing i was like they 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 done it didn't they they made this film didn't they they really did and obviously a lot of classic disney films have been made into live action ones now so yeah, yeah, there is a lot of stage crossover. Yeah, because I've seen the live-action version of Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. which I fairly enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, Beauty and the Beast is fantastic. I also love the original, which came out the year the, I was uh, born, actually. Oh, not that. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the uh, John no, John no, Coteau no. version, the the French no, not the Beauty French. and the Beast movie. No, no, I'm f- about the Disney Remember Disney came film out. came out in 91, like, the year I yeah. was born. Yeah, 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 which is a good, I like, that's one of my favourite Disney films, actually. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, Aladdin. Uh, yeah, Aladdin's favorites. good. I remember seeing Aladdin in the cinema as a kid. I never saw it in the cinema. I did. I saw it years after. It yeah, came yeah, out. yeah. But um, I'm trying to remember what Disney film I've seen in the cinema. I might have saw Mulan in the cinema. Right. I think I saw. Um, definitely saw Aladdin and the Lion King in the cinema. Oh, I saw Lion King. Um, but I can't think of much else. Can't think of much else. But yeah, me getting into more acting. So I did. I joined a community theatre group called Actor. Right, in, based in Bedminster, mm-hmm. and we did do a lot of our own shows, and we did a tour of one show in 2014 and 2017 called Gas Girls, right, which was also 
covered on the news mm-hmm. on BBC and ITV. Yeah. Those tours went really well. My favourite one was obviously 2017 because we got to go outside of Bristol a bit more. Yeah. So we performed in Bath and Western. and Nice. Which was great. Well, yeah. The Western one was like a big proper stage as well. Yeah. The one in Bath was the Rondo Theatre, which is a bit smaller. Anyone who might be listening to this and is from Bath. Yeah. You know which theatre I'm on about. That one. And there's also the bigger Bath Theatre, which I can't remember what one's called, but I saw a performance of Contrafinia there with nice. my mum. So I thought, Contrafinia, yeah. Um, what else shows have I seen? Oh yeah, me and Alex saw Sir Ian McKellen in Hamlet and in the Cherry Orchard last year. That's amazing. And I got to meet him. Yeah. Nice guy from the sound of it. Very humble. Very humble man. Really? Yeah. But you know, I've, I've heard like everyone that's met him said like, he just seems like he's a really nice guy. Yeah, because I literally just, he was talking to some people that he knew. And after he was done, I went, Sir Ian. He goes, what? <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, amazing performance. Shook his hand. Yeah. So, oh, could you sign my program and maybe get a photograph? It's like, oh, no pictures. I shouldn't even be out here. <laughs> it's like, autograph's just fine. <laughs> and then met a bunch of the other actors. I was trying to wait a bit longer to meet Martin Shaw, but I think he was taking too long. So me and Alex went to the pub. Right. Afterwards, that was the Cherry Orchard one, not Hamlet. Cause yeah, yeah. Because they're all back stage because um with hamlet they started from june right and they were finishing in september so they oh, had okay. all th- these long shows i was like where's the break <laughs> <laughs> so when did you decide to do you know get involved in film acting like on camera uh don't know um <laughs> i haven't done many films i did i did a film for media student at college here yeah back in 2011 okay around that 20, 20 about 2011 yeah and um it, it was a short film for his final project yeah i can't can't find it anymore on youtube i tried finding it again i can't find it <laughs> i think he got rid of it right but um it was me and and, and mate of mine i haven't seen in a long time we were both in it mm. and then uh, i thought well if given the chance to be in a film I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. And then Alex uh, was tagging the picture for Annette. And I thought, when, when the hell did this happen? <laughs> and then... <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you back then. So. Yeah, you didn't know me. Yeah, and then I got a chance. He's like, oh, you've been in the next film, which is called Shot. Yeah. Which I had fun making. That was good fun. Because most of my scenes obviously were shot at the Griffin, except for one scene in your bathroom over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we did do uh, the bathroom shot. And then yeah. we shot my bit where I get my head exploded. <laughs> oh, the green screen shot where your head exploded. Yeah. With the yeah, yeah. demon behind me, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that was actually someone dressed up as the demon. Who was dressed as the demon? I think it was me. Was it you? I think so. I remember now. It's all very hazy, that, all very that movie. <laughs> it's just a lot of stress what, and work. There's a lot work. of things going on. Cause, it's too much Because you start filming it like January mm. and didn't finish until, what was it, June? I have no idea. Somewhere like June, so it took... It took forever. Took like, yeah, six months at least. We were still filming... I, I think I was I filmed stuff with Daz. I want to say I filmed that opening and ending scene with Daz. Oh, yeah. About a week before we showed this the film so we were still i was editing and fucking around with that film yeah because i didn't last, know how the film was gonna the last stop. last minute yeah i didn't know how the film was gonna start and all of a sudden i just see daz and like a, we came up with that like, a pink I was like bloody 
I was Rogue. watching it and I was like, this needs something funny to open it with, and I can't think what. And and then it was just like, yep, yeah, let's do it. Let's just do let's that. Let's do that. And it it worked. And then the uh, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. And um, good fun. Good fun. It was good fun. Um, like I said, a lot of those things were shot at the Griffin. One bit was outside. Yeah. After I get, if anyone has watched the film, I get Vulcan neck pinched at one point. You do indeed. But it was good fun. It was good fun to film that. It was, uh, it was a good fun. And plus, I was playing a part that I am what I am in real life, which is a metalhead. Yeah, yeah, you were perfect easy. for it. It's like, oh yeah, that's Jake. Fine. Go, done. <laughs> Works. It's like, it's it's like be really over the top, but you I know, thought, a metalhead. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah. And it did. I think it worked really well, man. I, I love that. Uh, that character's hilarious. <laughs> I really like it. Came out well. It's like, you're Bristolian and a twat. <laughs> it's like, you cannot stop the metal lord. It's like, it's like, oh god, this is so over the top, but I love it. Yeah, it was good fun. Was and, good fun. Uh, yeah, because we talked about that on my show, but uh, we did. So, what films are you into? What, what you know? Obviously, you're into to acting and all of that kind of stuff. What uh, any, what films from your uh, from your childhood or or nowadays? Child- what are your childhood kind of- wise? Obviously, like Aladdin. Yeah, all the Disney films. Yes, I'm a Disney fan. People. Um, I'm a I'm a classic Disney fan. Can't God, say I'm a big fan of uh, new Disney. But... I do like Godzilla. Uh, yeah, who doesn't? Who doesn't like Godzilla? Hang on, I'm just looking at this one. Which <laughs> is the uh... that is... is that the 2014 one? No, maybe? that's that is from Godzilla vs Kong. That is very modern. That is modern, but it's all the that, that is not there. modern. <laughs> that goes like sixties to yeah, yeah, fifties to seventies. Fifties um, is right back there. Um, just look at King Kong. Yeah, 1933's King Kong. Yeah, love that. Great all film. The, all the Universal horror films. Yeah, we talked about this because when you came around to film called Shot, you were like, ah, you like you like this you stuff, know, like the old the old horror films. I got films Hunchback and... of Notre Dame with Lon Chaney. I was like, I do sweet and somewhere. Jekyll and Hyde and uh, yeah. Phantom of the Opera. I got a lot. I got you know, I got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nosferatu, obviously, Nosferatu. which we covered on uh, the movies made us do it a couple of weeks ago. Actually, the movies, the movies made us do it. Um, but yeah, oh man, I love that 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 first uh, those first couple of runs Universal did with horror, fantastic. And then Hammer, obviously, came Hammer along. came along and did got a, a bit more tremendous violent. job as well, and got a bit more violent. Yeah, yeah. It was like you watch it, watch all the ones from the fifties. Like this is these are kind of violent. Mm. It's like well, it's a new era of horror, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then Psycho's another one of my favourites, which is sort of collection and i've seen all of them now they uh they're not great uh first one first one is obviously the best fantastic second one has its moments i kind of have a soft spot for the third one third uh, one yeah um but yeah it's you know they are what they are um the first one's really the only solidly good one i think uh personally yeah one of my favorites i remember when i heard about it i was like i just remember Janet Lee in the shower and then she gets stabbed to death. Which is yeah, I mean it's quite I mean, you know, she was a massive star. It's quite a shocking um, quite a shocking opening to a film to kill know, off someone. Kill because the movie does really set her up as if she's the star because she steals the money at the start and she's like on the run and like this is the movie, it's gonna be her yeah. and then she'll end up at this house and horror things will happen. But you don't expect her to get like you don't, killed you're off. Not, you don't expect you know? her to get stabbed to death by a well, you don't you don't know it's you a don't bloke know who it is. Up yeah, yeah. As a woman, until later on in the film, yeah, because you just think 
oh yeah he's talking to his mother yeah but then you find out oh she's been dead for a long time yeah yeah it's shot quite well because obviously he puts on the the you know the the whole it's in a different building you quite often like the lights come on and he's like you hear the shouting but you don't ever see what's going on up there um oh such a great movie it 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 gets with those scenes it gets unnerving because you're like he's a bit yeah nuts in the head so he's a get a bit unnerved with mm. what he might do yeah but yeah psycho definitely uh halloween the thing mm-hmm. john Carpenter in general right uh but mainly the thing because that's one of my all-time favorites yeah the I things that. the the thing is a, a great movie i'm a big fan of um the thing from another world as oh, that's well. also great um but yeah in terms of carpenter absolutely the thing is is a masterpiece yeah, really. oh yeah definitely um i mean i'm a big fan of of a lot of his films to be honest so uh, <laughs> yeah does it i don't think he's made a bad film oh really. he has i i well, probably won't. i mean escape from la escape from la fuck off <laughs> oh yeah that oh wait, apart from that one um yeah i mean certainly his you know everything up to like kind of the early 90s was just absolutely perfect mm. um escape from new york that's the only one escape from new mentioned. york <laughs> wonderful film covered that recently um that and mouth of madness mouth of madness right, a... that's a really underrated film actually that never gets brought up enough people don't talk about that film enough that is a Not really sure. really uh, solid film I'm trying to think what else he's done uh said the thing didn't like yeah assault on precinct 13 uh, again that is a great film from uh the perspective there's things in that movie that are made better because they had no budget they had no budget like the the you know like the the gunshots coming through with the paper and stuff dancing off the desks and all yeah. of that stuff it's like that's just awesome so you awesome. didn't really have the budget to show bullet holes and things no. what a great way to show all of that is just oh yeah. such a good movie it's like we've I mean, it's effectively Night of the Living Dead with basically, people, but with people, it, but it's also yeah, you know, it's a siege had, movie. Yeah, that's now one of my favorite films. They basically had no budget. No, again, yeah, yeah, and they they made it work. They made it work with what they had. Hmm. Arguably better for it, I think. A lot of those movies. I think it was a lot of his friends like, yeah, we will come help you make this film. Yeah. Same with Annette and Paul Shot, <laughs> just helping you well, out. Yeah, yeah. It's like whatever you need, I'll get my own fucking costume and everything else so i had i had the jacket and everything mm. with the patches i have so many patches it's ridiculous you do have a lot of patches i have a lot of patches well on my That's newer jacket thing, you know on my newer jacket but yeah um what the fuck just looking at oh there's not a lot there actually there's uh most of so i've got to a point now where um i, I came to a conclusion uh oh, about... all the worlds are like that well, the world is fantastic. I, I came to a conclusion a few years ago that I don't trust streaming sites at all. So while I, I'm subscribed to some, I'm like, I want everything on DVD. So most of my DVD collection now, I just have the DVDs and they're in wallets. So I've basically got like, there's like, I don't know, like 500 DVDs in a box there. There's another couple of hundred over there. Um, and then I've just a few out on display, like the classic horror stuff over there. But um, all the John Carpenter stuff is in that box. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you, you you can't get wrong with John Carpenter. Can't go wrong with John Carpenter. Um, trying to think about other great directors like that. Um, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. You know, Evil Dead. Yeah, obviously. Can't go wrong with the Evil Dead films. No, I mean Sam Raimi's got a very specific style as well. I, mean, oh, yeah. I, I saw um, Dark Man as another great film. Dark Man's fantastic um drag me to hell i thought was hilarious drag me to hell i had a great time with that movie 
Um, but he's got such a, a distinct visual style visual. that even if you're watching like Spider-Man, you can still see it Sam Raimi. It's a, it's a Sam um, Raimi film. I mean, I saw uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness a couple of weeks ago. Um, wasn't a fan. But um, I seen it, but, but visually, it's still it. got his visual style. It's like, un, you know, you know immediately when you're watching Sam Raimi, you're like, that's a Sam Raimi yeah, shot. Like it doesn't matter if it's a, if it's Spider-Man, Darkman, any of the Evil Dead films, yep. you know it's a Sam Raimi. You know Raimi it's Sam Raimi. You know it's Sam Raimi just from watching it. It's, yeah, it's the way he's, the, those zooms, those certain shots, they're just very, very Raimi. Yeah, I think the first Evil Dead film didn't have that much of a budget either. No, he didn't. No, no. I mean, that was... Oh, I mean that was like a borderline Cause, student because they're all friends. They're all friends, so they were just helping yeah. each other out. Because yeah. obviously Bruce and Sam knew each other from college or something. Yeah. So, so Bruce became friends with Sam, and then obviously became friends with Ted, who's in a lot of his films. Ted turns out, I think, I, I think he's like a producer for him, anyways, and he, he helps out a lot. Helps and out I think lot. he ends up on film every it's time, like, pretty much. You do acting, getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, cool. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, here's my brother Ted. He's gonna die in this film. Dies in Dark Man. Mm-hmm. Gets his bloody head crushed. Dark by. Man's an underrated movie. Yeah, actually. no one talks about it. I've not seen very many reviews. Especially these days with like superhero movies being what they are. You know, Dark Man was a was a good uh it was you know, it was a good like dark anti hero. I like the anti movie. And yeah, and anti hero anti I know what I mean. Mm. But yeah. I like the more anti hero Yeah. Wants it. Everyone calls Batman a superhero. He's an anti-hero, but he's also a, de- a detective as well. Yeah. yeah. Can't really call him a superhero in a sense. Well, he is a hero, but not a superhero. Yeah, I, I don't know. Does yeah. that make any sense? <laughs> yeah. But um, everyone thinks, yeah, Batman, Superman, superheroes. Well, oh, Superman's a superhero, obviously. Yeah, I think he's like the archetypal superhero, superhero, really. Yeah, but I prefer Batman over Superman any day. That's just me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah. some cases, there are times like, yeah, Superman's cool here, but then yeah. Batman's cooler. He's dark. He's full. I was never. Uh, I'm. I'm very much bored of of superheroes in general these days. But yeah, um, I, uh, really I, I mostly enjoyed uh, the only times I really enjoy Superman is if he's like he works well as part of an ensemble for me. Um, you know, if he's in the Justice, the Justice League, League or if yeah. he's teaming up with Batman back in the day. But other than that, like I really liked. Um, Red Sun was probably the, the, the that's the, the comic when uh, it's like an alternate reality where okay. he instead of uh, instead of as a kid crashing in, in Kansas, was it Kansas, wherever it is, uh, Smallville, um, he lands yeah. in Russia. So the the whole film is about the whole comic is about yeah, yeah, him, I've heard about that one actually. Him being like brought up in Russia, so he becomes like Russia's superhero rather than yeah, the US. It's, I, it's really cool. They made comic. an animated film of it. I remember. Have they? I think they have. Yeah, I remember. Do you know? I think Matt so, someone did reviewed a, that at some point, and yeah, I someone did a video of um, like the top top Superman films, and that was one of them. Right. I thought since you just mentioned, I thought wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a fun comic, but um, I've wait, not wait watched the movie. I, I saw something like I saw something. I can't remember what it's called though. Yeah. But um, yeah, I yeah, I didn't watch a lot of superhero films. I've mean, watched a lot of the Marvel stuff them. lately. I haven't watched. Uh, well, I mean, I watched Doctor Strange because my my housemate didn't have anyone to go with, so I basically went. But before that, I yeah, I haven't watched. Pretty much Endgame is pretty much where I stopped watching uh, that. Oh yeah, Endgame. Generally, I I just yeah, I just don't have an interest. <laughs> I feel like I've watched the same movie over and over again. Yeah. Which which is weird as a huge Godzilla fan. Um, 
it just goes to show you know people like what they like and they people don't like, like what they don't yeah, like. Yeah, that's why I listen. Listen, if what, it makes you happy, watch. it makes me happy. That's why I watch a lot of horror films. Like, obviously, yeah, I love horror. I mean, I horror watch. horror is my uh, my kind of uh, number one genre. I yeah, think that's my number one genre. Um, you know, if I my top five films, most of them are horror. So, or well, what well, most of them are not an horror. overwhelming percentage of them. <laughs> so mine are. Do you have a top five? Top five horror Movie. no movies, in movies, general. or horror if you want to do horror. Uh, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Well, the thing's on there, definitely. Sure. That's not leaving. Unless someone else knocks that out the park. Uh-huh. Uh, what, did, what did I say in my chat? Yeah, I said Hereditary, mm. The Witch. Both fantastic films. The Lighthouse. So I got actually watched The Witch last night. And I said Seven last time. I you did say Seven, yeah. I like, yeah. I like Seven. Yeah, I mean, that's more... I always thought that is more of a thriller. But more it, thriller, it's but it certainly it has got horror elements. It's got horror elements. Yeah, yeah. Can't sit in there. Especially... They're just that one scene where they go back into the precinct and there's Kevin's basically just coming up behind them covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. He's like detective. Such a good film. It's me you're looking for. It's like, you know, apparently, what? Uh, apparently, um, I, I, I'm sure I read somewhere that Brad Pitt actually broke his arm in real he life. He did actually break his arm when and he, they, when they he falls into the in. dumpster. Yeah, he actually did break his in. arm. Yeah, so he was in a cast for pretty much that entire film. Yeah, but it worked well because they they wrote it in rather than rather than like oh we need to wait six months. That's why six months until his bones completely healed. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, he actually did break his arm. Think sometimes when you're making stuff, you just got to roll with what happens and just be like, okay, we'll just write it and get it in there somehow. And it's more realistic for it because it is like yeah, he he broke his arm doing that, so makes sense to to you know keep it. Just keep it in. And it adds to the character as well. It's like, oh, yep, for sure. Broke my arm on duty. It's almost iconic. Now I want to find this you know. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's iconic. And, that was a great film. Well, as obviously, when I was looking at Godzilla, Japanese films, I love Japanese films. Yeah, me too. Like, um, obviously. The, the Ring, the original The Ring. Yeah, The Ringo is uh, Ringo. a wonderful, the wonderful film. Um, I, I'm i a big fan of. Uh, I do. I really like The Grudge. I'm not a fan so much of the sequels. Uh, they're not that uh, second one's okay it goes downhill very quickly as most of these sequels do um i really like though having said that i i have i really do like uh ring two um not a big fan not such a fan of ring O, but but ring two's good um and i really like uh dark water yeah dark water i thought was i've seen the remake i haven't seen the original i have never seen the remake because I, I, I saw the remake it's of... It's all right. <clears throat> I saw the remake of The Ring, and I really didn't like it. Yeah, I've seen the remake of The so, Ring first before the original. So I didn't bother watching original. the remakes of the others, so I just couldn't be bothered. For the original, to be honest. <clears throat> yeah, the original's amazing. Much um, better. And scary. Yeah. The the Japanese do psychological horror very well. That's what they freak me out more than most... Yeah, I, I think it's far more effective. I mean, if Western you... <clears throat> you watch films. The Ring objectively you're like well she watches a tape and it tells her you're gonna die in seven days she basically learns she's gonna die and basically then, in a week and then basically nothing happens like you know on paper you're like nothing really happens that's scary really i mean occasionally really. like she looks at the picture of herself and it's blurred and that's a bit creepy um uh, other than that pretty much nothing happens and yet that film just layers tension. Oh yeah, and it just keeps layering and layering and, and layering. layering, and with the music and everything else. By the time you get to the end of that film, 
it, you're just terrified. It's it's amazing yeah. how how subtle that film just builds and it just keeps building. And the more we hear, uh, you know, third hand the story of Sadako and her mother and all of that stuff, mm. uh, and the more you hear about it, the creepier and weirder it gets. Yeah, it's just like, Oof. um, yeah, yeah it's I'm, amazing. That's, that's why I like all the, if it's Japanese, Chinese, mm. Korean, no matter what sort of film it is. It, it unnerves you in some sort of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, like Godzilla 1954 is, is my favourite film of all time. It's brilliant. Um, I also think it's not only my favourite film of all time, I think it is probably the best film ever made, uh, in my opinion. I agree on that. Um, yeah, you don't have to agree. But... Well, no, I've watched it. It's brilliant. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a fantastic film. I think people watch, you know, um, the the sort of uh you know they watch showa era godzilla later yeah. showa era godzilla uh or they you know or even even you know the heisei stuff and, and into millennium and, and they kind of think godzilla is just oh it's just monsters fighting monsters and monsters it's like this monsters. silly monster mash campy fun of the showa era people, people and, and, and it is that it, it is basically. that um and it's also that you know i mean nowadays they've done that that Godzilla versus Kong, the the American oh, yeah. movie, they basically went, let's just get Showa era silly and just go all out with it, you know, monster fights and stuff, and that's great. I love all that stuff, but the original Godzilla is a dark, bleak like, commentary on one how, of the most horrendous like, things in in yeah, you know it's like in human history. Post war, it's it's such a dark, horrendous movie, uh, in the best way possible. In the, um, yeah. yeah just oh you know and then and then shin godzilla i think did a very good job with that as well bringing that yeah i'm not serious that one. watch it shin godzilla is an amazing film Been meaning to it was on my list I was it, like, it takes it know, back to not... it's 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 got proper social commentary um obviously the original godzilla is you know the the, the dropping of nuclear bombs Mm. on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, of course. Uh, Shin Godzilla is about the 2011 tsunami and the nuclear disaster they had there. Wow. Um, so it's, you know, it's similar, you know, not similar, but, you know, again, had very serious commentary. Um, although, you know, it's got some comedic moments as well. But yeah, the original Godzilla is just fantastic. fantastic. And I, I've been into um, Japanese films particularly. And then, and then kind of after that, you kind of, broaden your horizons and, and you yeah. go to, to china and korea and and, yeah. and everywhere else but um yeah that it's a very distinct style of filmmaking that they've got uh oh, yeah, definitely and because it's interesting isn't it because when you first watch like a japanese horror film you're like oh my god this is so much more scary than western horror it's so much different but then you realize once you start watching a lot of japanese horror you realize that like over here we've got these trends and these tropes they do the same over there, and it's really funny to be like, "Oh, because at first you're like, oh my god, this is so fresh and different.'" And then you watch enough of it, you're like, "Actually, they've it's, just it's, they just do the same thing over the there again and again, like we do the same thing over here again and again." Exactly. It's kind of funny how that works out, but um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite like you say, it's quite funny. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a yeah J- Japanese films. Um, don't know if you're aware of them. The it's the guinea bit guinea pig series. No, don't think Some so. Japanese films, but. Uh, well, one of them, uh, Charlie Sheen thought one of them was a fucking snuff film. Right. It was, it's a guinea pig film. It's called Flower of Flesh and Blood. Okay. It's literally this guy just kiss, kidnaps this woman off the street and just tortures her. Uh, I'm not. Do you know, I've never really been into torture movies. I, I don't 
Like I don't like I, I don't it's mind overly like... gory as you would get yeah, with those yeah, yeah. sorts of films. Mm. I've never really understood the point. They got a bit it. sillier after a while. But, yeah, but yeah. I think that kind of worked. It's you know each to their own. People people love those movies. Like um, we were, I was watching Saw with my ex for for a while. We were watching all those movies. She's a huge fan of those. And yeah, it's just them getting tor- tortured and they're stuff. fine. But like they're kind of, I mean they they've got something of a point. You got a point. Um, it's mainly just. But someone... it is mainly just like I, I. And after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, ask it. It's like it's I don't person. find it. I don't find it scary or horrifying. I just kind of watch it. and I'm like. Fine, it's just people getting tortured. Like, um, yeah. Hostel. I was like, what's the point? Spoiler that. <laughs> what's the point, really? I mean, I enjoyed the first film. Second mm. one was okay. But, like, I went through a Third phase. Third one was... I, I went through a, a thing fine. a couple of years ago, and I was like, I don't know why. I, I was just like, I'm just going to start start collecting and watching cannibal movies. And I got... And I've, I've got yep. so many of those cannibal, cannibal movies. Holocaust. I've got Cannibal Holocaust. I've got, like, so many of them and and i watched all of them and i was like these are just i i don't know why i'm watching these why anymore am, why, am, like, why, why am i, I watching wa- this why am i watching this film? yeah yeah you just get to a point where you're like eh, i don't know i don't know about this one anymore so uh mm. i'll take you out put you back in oh i never get rid of films i always think like well, no i don't mean get rid of it just put it you know. back in back in case yeah Ooh, what can yeah. i watch what italian film can i watch oh tenebrae i'll put that on <laughs> oh italian uh italian horrors i love italian horror. oh amazing um I'm trying to remember what a japanese or asian films in general were like old boy old boy uh the, the whole um vengeance i, trilogy. I haven't seen the other ones yet but I've oh seen you old should boy. dude the vengeance it, trilogy yeah, i've been meaning good. to mm. um seen a remake of old boy it's not, yeah it's all right it's josh brolin mm-hmm. as the main character but yeah you said i really enjoyed the uh the baby cart series back in the day um i mean that gets very silly but uh you know, great fun. Lady Snowblood. Um, another great... It kind of inspired Kill oh, yeah. Bill. Oh, Kill Bill. Seems, very, seems, Tarantino seems, was, seems, was a big fan. Oh, I love t- Tarantino stuff. films as well. Um, yeah, Old Boy. Old Boy's fantastic. It's like... The yeah, amount you... of films that have copied that one-shot hallway scene now, they, they've... They, so many films did it after Old Boy because it was so, you know, such an iconic scene. It's like The Matrix, though. It's like one... You know, they did Bullet Time. Yeah. No one else should... Because you're just instantly a cheap ripoff of that, you know. Oh, oh, you had scary movie bloody um, yeah. parody it when. Well, well a parody's a bit different. It's, parody, you, it's a parody. It takes the piss out of multiple films, yeah. even if it's horror, action, sci-fi, yeah, exactly. something. It doesn't matter. But yeah, like you said, that iconic scene in Old Boy where he's just beating everyone up in that hallway. Yes, yeah, amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's one of my favourite scenes in. It's film, a brilliant film history. Scene. It's just like absolutely brilliant. Just bashing people with hammers, and it's just like swings out, almost just like oh, I don't know, you know. And then you, you you get like those crazy choreography like that. It's just you know, it's amazing. You see things like I mean, you see watch films like Ong Back. And yeah, stuff I was literally those, thinking like ridiculously long one shot, one shot. You know, it's just literally um, tossing people off the balconies and amazing. stuff like that. I was just like, and you can the great thing about that that uh, is it Ong Back is Ong Back the one. I can't remember if it's Ongback or it's uh, uh, Warrior King. One of them. It's one when of them. he does the running up the stairs, uh, he's like going up the stairs, just fighting people all the way up. Mm. And you can see he's getting tired. It, it adds that realism because you can see they're knackered. It's like he's literally been literally trying just, to just really running up there and doing all that stuff. It's like it's crazy, knackered. man. It's um, hard-boiled as well. Oh, hard-boiled, the killer. Yeah, killer. Um, the yeah. early John Woo movies. Yeah, because there's that long scene in 
Oh boy, when in the hospital where they're just shooting. Yeah, that, that really that, long bit. The climax of Hard Boiled is just insane. That's like I remember seeing that as a kid and just being like, I I said to my friend, I was like, I'm done. Like I'm done with gunfights for like months. I, I'm like, that's it now. Like, that's, like it. that's it. You are not going to top that's that it. for a gunfight. It's insane. Yeah, I, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. Yeah, John Woo. John uh, Woo. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, the killer. The killer's great. Uh, the killers. Killers. Um, I think it's the killer. It's the killer. Yeah, sorry, killer. it's the killer. Um, um what, a bullet in the head. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic director. I, I was obviously was the, direct- the immortal face off. The, yeah. the greatest film of all time. No, I'm trying to remember the actor's name in the killer. Um, Chow Yun Fat is that his name? Chow Yun Fat. Yeah, yeah. I'm to yeah, yeah he was also did uh, Crouching Tiger. Crouching and, Tiger, um, and, yeah. and he was in the Replacement. Killers. The Replacement Killers. That's a film which I has thought. Danny Trejo in it as well. Not like, thought what about that the fuck? These years. two in a film together. God, I have to see that. <laughs> yeah, Chow Yun Fat did. Um, he tried to kind of, you know, penetrate the West. He didn't. Didn't. It didn't work. Didn't work so well for him. Uh, it's funny how some actors which can sucks, do that. Some been, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, slightly, slightly different. But uh, in Infernal Affairs, that that whole trilogy, fantastic. No, they're great films. Oh, really good. Uh, they were remade as The Departed over here. Um, Scorsese. Uh, uh, oh, okay, that's why I wouldn't know it because The Departed. Yeah, so I've, I've the original was. In yeah, I need, wa- I need to watch. I Highly recommended. But, but, but yeah, man. <laughs> It's good stuff. Good stuff. So, what have you got planned? What's 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 coming up? Obviously, the Aventel. Aventel uh, game. Is there tickets still available for that? What in um for the festival in Yorkshire? Yeah, mm. there's still tickets left. I'm just this is Warhorns. Yeah, type Warhorns, big cartel on Google. You'll find it there. Yeah, all gone. Um, Facebook. You find the event there. Warhorns yeah. late summer camp uh-huh. festival. And then obviously uh, the EP's coming out. EP will be coming out in the next Either, couple of hopefully months. Hopefully. This month, hope want to say this month because it'd be good to have it out in the summer. Yeah, doesn't doesn't matter when you play folk metal. <laughs> yeah, summer, winter, autumn, spring. It's like thinking black metal. It's like yeah, best time to play black metal during the winter. You can listen to black metal any. Yeah, you can listen to time. music anytime. Yeah. Anytime. And obviously, I said in my chat, I listen to folk music. Yeah, because we're gonna do some folk songs in Aventel. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, a bunch of us can play folk instruments. I got a big frame drum, nice. Which a lot of them are made out of um, animal hides, like yeah, like goat skin, deer skin, mm-hmm. something. Mine's really nice. Well, it doesn't sound nice when it hasn't been tightened by putting it next to a fire and it tight up. Right, sounds a bit broken. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, EP should be out. I'm gonna say hopefully this month of June. Okay. If well, I'll put links in the description. Put to, links to in the description. Um, obviously, if you want to find all, find every single page for Aventel, we got a link tree. Mm-hmm. Just got to go on our Facebook. You find our link tree there. Yeah, I'll I'll link your link tree, and also obviously Jake's metal chat Jake's on YouTube. Chat. Um, uh, no guests confirmed yet, but no, you're, you're working on. No more on. guests confirmed as of yet, but I will be showing CDs, vinyl, tapes. Yeah, and just chatting a fuck ton of metal because that's the whole that's point of the do. channel, and even filming some bands. As yeah, well as I film bands. I'm done that. That's what I was doing for my channel because I didn't know what else to do. Mm. I got some old videos which I don't think really fit with what I'm doing now. So yeah, I'll probably get rid of them, download them. Yeah, but then get rid of them, delete them from my channel yeah. forever. But I still have copies. Yeah, that's uh, fair um, enough, man. But I also well, have a radio show on Top Rock Radio. Of course Rock you radio, do. Yeah, yeah, Top Rock Radio. Which yeah. is next week. 
on the 18th, right? 18th of June at 7pm. Mm-hmm. Which is called, called... Jake's Metal Sessions. Jake's Metal Sessions. On Top Rock Radio. Uh, alongside two other mates of mine, uh, Simon. He's mm-hmm. on... Actually, he's going to be on this evening. The 11th today. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be his last show for a while. Um, and then there's my mate, the man who gave me a show on his radio on his radio station, Mister Jim Beerman, right? Who runs the festival Beermageddon? Nice. And he's been running that since 2012. Mm-hmm. First time they did it was in Nottingham. Now it's at Bromsgrove, which is Worcester slash Birmingham, yeah, slash whatever the fuck else, um, Midlands area. Let's say that. Um, but yeah, I'll be. Yeah, so I don't do the radio stuff every week. It's once a month. It's better that way. I used to do... I did radio once... Well, I did radio twice a week for almost eight years, nine years, and it's it's too much. Yeah, I mean, monthly d- monthly show is cool. Monthly is better. It's yeah, nice. It works better. It works. So obviously, I got the show on the 18th, and then I got one on the 20th of August, because mm. I'm not doing one in July, because I'm not only going to Fantasy Forest, I'm volunteering there, literally days before the festival even begins right so i'm helping put up the stage and all the bands can pick otherwise i'm gonna have nowhere to fucking play any yeah, yeah. Any, at any point over the weekend mm-hmm. cool so, man and then obviously september october yeah november december i'll be doing more jake's more, metal more jake's metal sessions, sessions. and hopefully almost we'll said chatland. S- <laughs> sorry almost said chatland almost chat yeah uh and obviously you'll hopefully be uh touring with aventail in the near future in the near future with hopefully some of all your favorite bands out there yeah but cheers dude this has been fun yeah that's been um, fun we'll, we'll definitely have you back as uh aventail continue catch up and see how uh, how things are going yeah i'll drag alex um, along <laughs> yeah man why not i mean we've you know we got a new film to start working on yes. pretty soon as well yes yes but anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. It is hot as hell in here, so we're going to turn the fan back on. Let's turn the damn fan on. Because, uh, you know, that's that's how professional we are. Stop the fan to record and then uh, put and the then, fan back on. Then so put the uh, fan back on. going to cool down. But uh, cheers for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. See you later.